This is Daniel Gumby Freeland with Top Turtle MMA on FlowCombat.com, and today I have the pleasure of speaking with Chris Wade, who fights Nate Andrews at PFL 2 on May 23rd. So, Chris, this is your second time through with the PFL format. H- has anything about your approach for this tournament changed at all? I think that my preparation has changed this season. I think going into the first season, I had a little bit of a hangover from the way I felt like things ended for me with the UFC. I was probably mentally still a little bit hung up on that when I first fought Schultz in Chicago. And um, I've been able to just move past that stuff, clear my mind and refocus and I, after last season, the way it ended in the semis, I just, I got to work on a lot of things hard and I've been just grinding. And I think that that's definitely a big difference going into this year, as opposed to where I was mentally last year. And, and what help did help you get over that, that sort of bad way it ended? Cause you, you did leave and, and this should go with a no here. You did leave the UFC off of a win. Uh, how did you manage to overcome that that seemingly rough ending? I just really the PFL helped me. Uh, hey, every, everybody at the PFL helped me um, by by treating me like you're supposed to treat a fighter, and the way I felt like I've, I'm supposed to be promoted and I'm supposed to be treated, and and giving me my, uh, my fair shake. You know, the the PFL has taken some of the things I've done and they've they've used me and they've tried to market me and they've let me be one of the people that are one of the faces of the organization and that's something that I always wanted to be with the other company and um, they never seemed to want that. They wanted things to uh, go the other way and to seemingly run me out and uh, that they just helped me. They opened my eyes that, you know, the, the UFC isn't the end all deal in fighting that, um, there's a lot of other organizations out there and there's a lot of other people out there that, that can and will treat fighters quite a bit better. In fact, well, that's certainly good to hear. Now, I, I want to go back to what you said before about the early loss to Schultz, and then you lose him again to him in the semifinals. Now, those are your only two losses all of last year. How badly are you looking for a third crack at him come season two? Yeah, I'll be lying if I told you that um, I wasn't focused on that and I wasn't worried about it. Um, The first fight, like I said, I was pretty honest with anyone I spoke to. If you listen to the interviews going back into the playoffs last year, um, he caught me sleeping on him. I watched tape on him. He looked like he was a little bit sloppy, sloppy in the body, kind of a mess. Didn't really have it together on his feet. And uh, I thought I was going to just have my way with him. Also, like I said, in my head, I had that other stuff going on, circulating around, so I wasn't really there. And he kind of shook shook those cobwebs out quick with that first fight. Mm -hmm. He put it on me pretty good. And then he started throwing some comments out after that. Oh, you know... It was an easy fight. I didn't, I didn't realize how easy he would be to, you know, roll through. He was nothing, and he motivated me. He made me dislike him. And in the second fight, I think I, I beat his ass. You know, I think he fought a fight 
that nobody wants to see at any level or in any organization where you basically go for a takedown, lay in someone's guard, tuck your head down, try to hold that position for maybe a minute or two and steal the round. You know, when you get outstruck by over a hundred punches, I think you better have had some submission attempts that almost landed where you almost put someone away, or you better have done some real serious damage and ground and pound or drop somebody. And he did none of that. I was the one who almost choked them out. I was the one who almost put him away with a couple submissions. I was the one who, um, you know, kind of pieced them up on my feet. He landed like 30 strikes or something. And, um, you know, I lost that fight. So the fire is just like, it's burning even hotter now. I just, I'm kind of fixated on him at this point. Yeah. And, and he'll be fighting on the same card as you, obviously too, you know, with the whole weight class being on a single card, uh, you mm-hmm. know, the, the way it's scheduled right now, you're going to be fighting after him. Uh, at least that's the way that they have it preliminary written. How closely will you be watching that fight knowing that you're preparing in the back? No, nah, I don't care what he does in the beginning of the season. I know for a fact that if we run into each other, it's going to be in the playoffs. There's no way I can see the PFL letting us have a regular season fight after like how big of a rivalry we've, you know, brewed up with one another. So I don't, I don't really give a shit what he does in the in the beginning of the season. He's gonna, he's gonna smoke the guy that he's fighting. They probably gave him, you know, one of the easier matchups in the first round, which he deserves because he won it last year. I'm cool with that. But, um, you know, it's like, it's like clever Lang and Rocky, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just, I'm in the basement right now. And just, I got his picture up on the wall and I'm just gunning for him. Oh, I love it. I love that image. Now, obviously with, with the PFL just starting its second season for every PFL fighter I talk to, I got to ask the million dollars is on everybody's mind, or at least it's on most people's mind. Have you thought about what you'd do with it if you won? What, what What's the big plan for the million bucks? Oh, that million dollars. Well, I'm a father, so first thing I'm going to do is, is be a good dad and make sure that my daughter is set up uh, where at least she's going to go to school. That's going to be all taken care of, have money maybe put away. Uh, that will accrue interest and she'll be good when she gets out of school. And after that, ugh, I don't know. I've been wanting a boat. <laughs> I've been wanting a, a summer house on Fire Island. Those are expensive. So I might have to run this thing back a couple of times if I want <laughs> all the things that I want. But um, no, I'm a, I'm a, I consider myself a pretty smart guy. I'll talk a little bit of that away and then you better believe I'm going to I'm going to have some fun with quite a bit of it. I could see myself, like, you know, maybe in the Mediterranean somewhere on one of those yachts enjoying some vacation. Well, we, we're certainly pulling for you, and we're looking forward to the matchup this weekend. Once again, this was Chris Wade, who fights Nate Andrew at PFL on May 23rd, which is a Thursday. Chris, thank you so much for the time. We really appreciate it. Thank you, Dan. I appreciate it. Hopefully talk to you soon.